Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Town here on WEMF Radio. Donically. That was smooth. It really was, man. That was good. <laughs> Got your Barry White on, Pete. I do. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house, we have a full complement of a-holes tonight. Yeah, man. I'm saying Woo. this place is packed to the, to the rafters, sir. All right. I look to the left. My homeboy, he's deaf. All right. He's here. He's queer. Get used what? To huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm talking, of course, about my boy, Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. And I've been drinking today, actually. I brought in a bunch for you. I didn't realize you were off the sauce, my friend. I'm sorry. So I had to finish these myself. Hey, you myself. Oh, See, I was realizing it was it was the last show we have before Christmas. So yes, I wanted to wish is. everybody a happy Christmas and everything like that. Bring a few drinks. What but, do you uh, have? Yeah. We got some cider. Do you want one? Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. We're spinning around. <laughs> you go right here we the go. Side. Awesome. Uh, the very thirsty voice, but not the way you're thinking, is our, uh, is our actually... Friend of the show, mm-hmm. joining us for the first time from the Vienna pitch. Yeah, uh, Nina. From, from the Vienna sausage. Vienna sausage. <laughs> the finger sausage. Awesome. So two shows in a row. Um, I'm ready to go. Yeah, cool. Yeah. You don't look ragged at all. No, I guess not. That's <laughs> because right. she's a pro. Yeah, yeah, right there. Oh, sure. Don't so. out the compliments like the good boy he is. I'm talking, of course, the man Orange right. James. Peace, peace, thriller priest. Glad to be here, uh-huh. brother. You gonna straddle monikers? I've decided you gonna be. You, you, be you call me whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm gonna be straight, be like Method Man, man, with like twenty different aliases, uh, whatever, AKA. man. Iron <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> Lung, <laughs> whatever, man. All right, of course, uh, chuckling all, all Demuli on the side. The man right there, he's just Johnny. Yup. Suspect activity all day. And keeping us sounding crisp and amazing, I look into the booth at DJ Herbie Herb. Hey, guys. Every time. All right. Now, I know I you, you, you jumped us in to, to the show with, like, um, why we get the most Boston-sounding dude ever? Like, Dover. Out, out in Worcester. Out in Worcester. <laughs> got services all over the place, kid. I straight got called out. Uh, my Dorchesterness was questioned because I was called out and said, "Hey, you pronounce both of your R's, so you must be all the education you got because I don't know if you're really <laughs> oh, from Dorchester. You must have read something because before in your life <laughs> because you you know you only dropped the last R. You didn't drop the first R because I say Dorchester as opposed to Dorchester. Dorchester. My feelings was hurt when I got told nah, that, you, man. Like, you, brother, you got to play the card. You be like, nah. That's not how black people talk. What are you trying to say? <laughs> See, I speak a little differently when I go to Vermont, though, too. Like, I, I, I affect a different kind of, you, you know you, what I mean, you, a little you have an accent. Not a little bit, though. Just very, very, very subtle, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I start, like, like, why does Adam sound Australian? What's that about? <laughs> no, true. I mean, it, it does happen, especially so you know, my. Like, oh, you're going hunting? Like, it, it's just, re- it's, it's really like, it's, it's, it's like subtle, <laughs> but like, it, like if, you, if you're close to somebody, you yeah. catch it, you know what I mean? But you have to know them well to well, like get Foreign it. people, too, uh, because I'm a little foreign. So, like, when foreign people, especially talk with that broken English, I start talking like right. them as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you have a hard time not to. Eventually, yeah. it just happens and that's just the I'm way it goes. I'm supposed to educate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you you know, you know, you you, you start talking to everybody and then that's just that way. Well, don't make fun of people's out. natural inflections, man. Well, well, no, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just, you know, you're just trying no, to No, they're, they're trying to learn. You're trying to fit in. You're trying to just I should learn you know, speak proper, so... You need to learn to speak all It's once you like get comfortable. <laughs> once you get comfortable, you know, I have three more of these things, and actually I'll start... Well said. Start this man is drinking on air very professional. <laughs> all right, now let's jump right in news real quick, because it's not all happy, man. Um, I want to start off with one that's kind of close to me. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Because um, Canadian actor, songwriter... Game and talk show host Alan Thick. Yeah, man. This, was, this one, like, yeah. really took me back, too, because uh, I was a big Grown Pains fan growing up and alan thick was obviously uh you know the quintessential like father you know (laughs) he was like you know the dad of mike seaver which was like the biggest like you know like young brash jerk kid that you know you wanted to be like but then you wanted a father like him you know what i mean like the stay-at-home dad now with the mom go out and work and that's how the show was well when you got someone who talked with the inflection like this and someone's always messing around it's like no they're not messing around that is an alan thick impression yeah that's who this man was (laughs) yeah he was the epitome of the corny dad and it's funny he invented the technique yeah and it's it's, in the dictionary and i want ball dad (laughs) his picture Cheesing. Uh, yeah, 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 it's all that. Yeah, it's, it's it's everything. And I actually just watched the episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother with him in it. Ah, and then he okay. plays himself because he did that later on in his career. He mm-hmm. played himself a lot. 
Um, Wait, you're right. He did play himself. <laughs> he did. He played. He played. He played himself right there, didn't he? But he. I don't think notorious for playing himself. He played. He played himself in, a, in an episode of uh, How My Mother. He played himself in a bunch of episodes. But that show was was horrible. How I Met Your Mother. But uh, Growing Pains, on the other hand, was I thought was like one of my favorite shows growing up. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, it was it was that that like really close family close knit thing you know what i mean with the with the wacky son and well, the and the daughter the, that was really the first examples of the wholesome sitcom after the yep. 70s extra cornball ones that took it to extremes yeah like um okay we talked about brady bunch not too long ago brady bunch was one of the perfect examples of this impossible family who comes together and everyone's all extra happy and everything's all extra cornball and it kind of gave a where, negative connotation to right the but where I, I didn't think but i don't I mean, think ever bordered that ironically enough i think the what answered that though what geared it to a different direction was fa- with shows like all in the family yeah. Or the Jeffersons, those family shows mm-hmm. that were a little more realistic, and perhaps that was a little too real <laughs> for America. Right. They went this opposite direction with Growing Pains, mm-hmm. yeah, or Step by Step, or these other shows. But I think Alan Thick, even after the show, you know what I mean? Whether he was like the wholesome father, he was always the wholesome father guy. He, he always, he, like, he always, like, I think he died as the still the, the quintessential Canadian oh, father totally. figure. You know what I mean? So it's just like you if, you, if you live your gross, <laughs> yeah, if you lived your career, Phil Johnson, please, <laughs> if you lived had your career. You know what I mean, I mean, and that is your image. And you've done well, sir. You know what I mean. So I agree. like that's it. Well, you know here's one thing that really surprised me. Outside of those roles, he also wrote a lot of theme songs yeah. for like shows. Well, I remember him pawning family shows. Him pawning like '70s music CDs too at one point for an infomercial. <laughs> I was like, well, but it made me buy him. I was like, I want to buy like all those Dion CDs. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? it's like, <laughs> it's like, don't you? Yeah, you walk into a bar and you see that Wurlitzer and you just want to play a bunch of tracks. It's like, you know what yes, I remember, Vic. Duck. Why don't they make songs like that anymore? Eh? <laughs> but it was him selling it, so you're like, yeah, all right, pump me up. Pumping fifteen bucks, <laughs> like uh, whatever. No, I mean, okay, it was one of those sort of things where I know his name almost got dragged to the mud when everything happened with his son, uh, with Robin Thicke and the whole Marvin uh, Gaye and all that sort of stuff. I know they're trying oh, to yeah, tag yeah, him yeah, yeah, and yeah. see what what his situation is, especially because he used to produce music as well. So I remember they were trying to drag his name in the mud, and he handled that very well. Just kind of gave the stiff arm. I like, almost I forgot about no Robin Thicke and the whole thing of this. I guess mm-hmm. maybe that's. I don't yeah. know. Well, it's I just, mean, I mean, don't let don't let the son's uh, uh, particular turmoil now overshadow the father's legacy. Right. I don't think did a lot of good stuff. And I mean, besides the theme songs, besides the uh, the, the the TV role, game show hosting. Yeah, like, this dude became a face. Even most recently on Tosh Point he was yeah. on. Um, what was it? The uh, the uh, the Crystal Light Dancers. Like that's <laughs> that became like one of the. First, yeah, he did like, a lot of stuff, memes. man. He really did. He did a lot of a lot of things afterwards. Mm-hmm. But it was all basically like the Alan Thick stuff, and he really bought into like being like the Alan Thick type. Yeah. Even though it was, it was like, how can I cash in on my own self? Basically, you know what yeah, I mean? It was like humor about it. That's what was. Yeah, cool. I, that I, was I, it. I dug the hell out of that. And and once you age, you have to have that sense of humor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like if you don't like, it's like you're just gonna burn out. You have to have that kind of like the self-deprecating like let me just like go back and like you know rehash this thing I did like thirty years ago because yeah. that's the way you kind of like you know breathe life into your like own career Abe and he did that fart jokes on Conan because right. he knows I'm an old guy embrace it right you know it was like yeah Abe go to young, your bike right Conan Bryan and he would like come out on like a like a unicycle or something <laughs> like that you know what I mean it was like here's Abe go on like a you know tandem bike or something like yeah. that with this oh. guy from. Adam's family. And Alan Thicke was doing appearances right up until the end. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he was playing with his son. Okay, that's the thing. This dude was 69 years old, out playing hockey. Mm-hmm. That's how he went out. None of this, like, you know, I sat around and got tired. Well, he's Canadian. He has to be out playing hockey. It'd be like, you know, it'd be like Thanksgiving yeah, football games during America. I know. All right. Well, uh, we're talking about Canadian actor, songwriter, game and talk show host Alan Thicke. He passed away at age mm-hmm. 69. Rest in peace. R.I.P. All right, now we actually have a guest who just recently called in. I'm talking to <laughs> Macleen Davin, uh, producer of the web series. Hey, hey, how you doing, Mac? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right, you want to give our listeners a quick heads up on who you are, what you do, what makes you incredible? It's a lot of things that make you pretty incredible, but I'll keep it short. Um, I'm actually executive producer and creative writer of a web series called The Adjunct, and it's about like the daily struggles of low income and low income college professors who are part time. Anyone at a dead end job or career can actually relate to it um, by watching the web series. It's currently on YouTube. We're on our ninth episode in the season finale. Actually, airs this week. I am actually from Boston as well. Um, met Pat in high school and ran into him in college. If he told me he was going to just 
No, I think about dropping out. Don't, don't let her know that. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm an old fogey. Don't, don't associate yourself <laughs> with the likes of me. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, a little bit about me. All right. So, so yeah, MacLean and I were sharing Geritol one day when we discussed. <laughs> uh, <the> <laughs> um, no, actually, you were a longtime writer, producer. And uh, you said the series is actually uh, coming up on the se- uh, season finale. So yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we aired back in October on the twenty first, and then we released an episode once a week on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So if anyone wants to catch the web series, just go on um, YouTube dot com slash Patch, or just look up the adjuncts on YouTube, and there's plenty of videos so you can subscribe and watch. Pretty much all the episodes by Wednesday, and just kind of binge watch it through the holidays. And pretty good series. Right. I think everyone will enjoy it. Yeah. I like how you kind of worked in there too. Yeah. So perfect thing to you know marathon over the holiday season. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it too. I mean, that's that's how everybody consumes a lot of culture now is like all at once. Opposed to like waiting it out. So how do you feel like yeah. uh, your company or you know your your show in particular like? Uh, does it thrive on that? You know what I mean? Like knowing that like everyone consumes everything like really quickly and yeah, you come to cliffhangers in the administration. Right. Right. Tough. Well, the thing is, it's like it's it's okay, but it's like kind of a downer at the same time because initially, like everyone, I guess I knew was watching it, and then everyone just stopped and goes, "Oh, let's watch it for the end." I'm like, no, but that doesn't that, that doesn't really help me. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> and doesn't mean like, it's done, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, but you're not going to watch every week? No, I'll just watch it. You know, when it comes out at the end, I'll binge watch it. I'm like, really? So yeah. <laughs> I just have to sit there and plan everything else. It's going to be like this. Right, and but, something dependent on hit counts is probably not the, <laughs> not the you know. So it definitely affects ratings, right? Right, right. It sure does. But then all of a sudden, I guess people started picking up watching. I'm like, oh, so what happens? I guess, you know, people who know me just want spoilers. I'm like, no, you will watch this thing every single week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the good news is, it's like our subscribers are getting up because they know that this, you know, the last episode airs this Wednesday, and I am so they're able to kind of watch it all together. I even had my family members just tell me to my face, so I'm not going to watch it to the end. I'm like, really? Damn. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, kind of cold blooded. Yeah. <laughs> all over the holidays too? Are you serious? <laughs> it's like, like Merry Christmas, Judas. Yeah, for real. Well, those that people are not going to get gifts. <laughs> yeah, for real. But right? to get you. Like, Good I thing I kept the receipt, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I can't help but notice you also kind of glossed over the fact that you shamelessly exploited your uh, level of fame uh, uh, to push your market. This don't 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 make it seem like we didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the cool thing about the web series is again I have a lot of. Um, experience because I was an adjunct too and a lot of people don't even know what an adjunct is. Do any of you know what an adjunct is? Oh, yeah. Uh, No, no, none of us know. Break it down for us, please. (laughs) Okay, so I'm pretty sure when you went to school, took those gen ed courses and ran into a bunch of grumpy professors Mm. that always told you they didn't have any time. They really didn't. Um, (laughs) An adjunct is a part-time professor. They usually, like, they get paid literally half the amount of money that a regular professor gets paid and the same exact job. Mm -hmm. Minus the tenure, minus the office, minus the benefits, minus the respect, <laughs> minus, minus everything. Uh-huh. And then you're not even called a professor, you're just an adjunct. Like, that's the label. And so <laughs> the idea came when I was in graduate school. Um, a co coworker of mine was sitting in the car, like, literally talking about, let's go and get something to eat. Let's go to our favorite restaurant. I'm like, the dollar menu. Right now, I'm, I'm envisioning y'all two coming up with this idea uh, while discussing Royale with cheese, like in Pulp Fiction. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was such a joke. It was such a joke, and one of my coworkers complained, like the reason why we're unhealthy is because we can't afford to eat regular food. I was like, so what are you really regular food? But then you think about it. There's like Whole Foods, and then there's Walmart. Man, and the adjuncts will <laughs> be at Walmart because you get paid. So little money. And so I was just like, well, you know, I think I can knock this up. Plus, I needed to get out of grad school. So I was like, let me think of a, a project that is, that'll amuse my professor that's going to say, you know what, she should pass and graduate. I'm and so then lie. I would move on. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. This sounds so depressed. I don't even want to go to college no more. <laughs> school and sell drugs because yeah. that just sounds that just sounds bad it's easier too trust me just be nice to the professors because more than likely about 70 percent of the professors at colleges are adjuncts 
Because mm-hmm. it's cheaper to hire part-timers than full-timers. That's true. insane to me. It's, it's not like colleges make any money anymore, right? With charging like $40,000 per student. <laughs> well, like six. Where does the money go? Where does the money go? Actually, that's an actual, actual question. Where does the money you know, go? So they're not paying you, so what? It, it doesn't go to the professors, I'll tell you that much. Right. Mm. <laughs> All right, so let me ask, as, as just an ignorant pleb who has not watched the entire series, because I'm waiting for the last day. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no legit question. Um, okay, so what kind of tidbits and information is the show going to bring to folks who are actually interested in knowing, you know, the uh, okay. information there? Well, the cool thing about the show is, again, it's written from an adjunct perspective. So immediately, the first couple of episodes, you kind of get to understand what their lifestyles are like. Like, you know, simple, funny things like how professors feel about rape my professor, things like when they get their first paycheck, how even classes get dispersed, like how their schedule and stuff works out. You get that tidbit. And midway through the season, look, I'm getting spoilers, um, there's something that happens with a full-time job that gets posted, and they all kind of start fighting over it. So mm. this uh. Wednesday, the season finale, you see how it all kind of just comes together. And there's also little small tidbits there, you know, teachers messing around with students, got to flip that in there, what happens when employee and employee mess around. Hey, now. Um, Ooh, saucy. <laughs> yeah, for real. Hey, hey now. Ooh, yeah, I got you. I got yeah. <laughs> said that at the start. <laughs> Gonna watch it now. <laughs> you also, like, get to see how the bosses um, are impacted by it. You see full-time professors, how they, because not everybody gets tenured either. That's a whole other struggle. Just because mm-hmm. you make it to um, the professor level, it's like it takes time for you to get tenured. Oh, and yeah, for and sure. I talk, we talk about in this series as well, like what happens when someone gets tenured, how people who are tenured, I feel like people who are tenured professors may not like me too much. Just because I've had I more beef with tenured professors than anybody else, absolutely. <laughs> That's so just they're the way probably it goes. like, why does she portray us like this? Because it's the truth, but no shade, though. Congratulations on your permanent job. <laughs> <laughs> with benefits. With job with security. Benefits. You can't afford it. <laughs> Don't worry, I have tenure. <laughs> all, all right, all right. So for our listeners who want to tune in this Wednesday and find out if the car falling off the cliff did make it, if the cat's hanging off the bridge did manage to pull them up, and whose baby it really is, um, <laughs> where can they go to check out the adjuncts? So, of course, um, a lot of our social media is really simple. Just the adjuncts, Facebook, Slash, The Adjuncts, Instagram, The Adjuncts, Twitter, The Adjuncts Show, because somebody else had The Adjuncts, and they refused to let me have it, no matter uh-huh. how many times I paid it. Shameful. I know. They have five mm-hmm. followers. You don't even want it. Wow. Some bullshit. Man, you, need to find, you need to find where they are <laughs> and up a decade to it. It's real. It's a classic holiday move, by the Straight way. Straight Santo gold right there is what that is, man. <laughs> And of course, YouTube slash Mac Escape Hatch, or just look up the adjuncts on YouTube. We're all over the place. I am not a part of the articles that talk about the adjuncts. Because someone else asked me a question about that, I was like, "Yeah, no, just the adjuncts." And you'll see pictures of the um, the cast, um, the main cast, all over the YouTube. So definitely like and subscribe. All right, anyone who's watching on Twitch, we actually brought it up so you can see it on the screen for yourself. And anyone who's just listening in on EMF or on the subsequent broadcast, uh, once again, it's uh, Google the adjuncts. You can find them on YouTube. You can find the Facebook page. You can find, or actually, Mac, they can uh, find you yourself, right? Um, Yeah, actually. So I'm obviously different. So you just look up Maclean Designs on Facebook or Instagram, Bougie Mac. And then, yeah, and Twitter. I don't really use my Twitter that much. Um, What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I know. So, um, well, I mean, if you I want to follow me on Twitter, it's just Maclean. Just Maclean. Just Maclean. Twitter. But, yeah, but I pretty much um, run the social media. So, if anyone has any questions, or just, you know, tweet us or whatever, I always respond pretty quick on the phone. So, check out the adjunct. Right. And, of course, www.theadjunct.com for more information. Solid. All right, Mac, thank you very much. You want any uh, shout outs you want to give to the people before we let you go? Yes, of course. I'm going to shout out my co-producer, Imani Marshall-Steffers, who is such a big supporter of mine, um, who helped create the adjuncts, and we did the cast and crew. Of course, my directors, Amal Parker and Alan Wright, all my amazing actors and also producers as well. And, of course, the best editor in the world, Tracy Adams, who put up with my crap for, like, six months <laughs> trying to get everything done. And 
all pretty much everyone who watches and subscribes and all the new watches and subscribers as well. But definitely a big shout out to Monty Marshall Stephens because she's been there from day one. So. All right. Big ups. All right. You'll make all right. Me. Thank Thanks, you very guys. much. Happy You're holidays. Welcome. Oh, happy holidays. Likewise, to you likewise. Too. Goodbye. All right. All right. That was Matt De La Vigne of uh, the Adjuncts. Check out the web series. Man, YouTube's going to be hard, though, man. Why? It's just got to be. You know what I mean? Uh, like, oh, it's hey, the thing. Hey, I remember, hey, like, hey, like uh, worked uh, off of PewDiePie, brother. Do you watch any uh, YouTube shows? Yes. Which ones do you got? Uh, remember when we had Greg Miller on and uh. the cast from, uh, from Kind of Funny? Yeah. Uh, me and my fat ass has regularly subscribed to their uh, Oreo <laughs> and, snack, and snack food. Um, uh, snack food. <laughs> no, you, no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Playboy. Yo, come on, man. Oh, I, I need okay. to know. Okay. I need to know. So I watch like Hot Ones. You ever watch Hot Ones? Oh, is that the. It's the ones they. they, they it's the an interview show wings. and they eat yeah, wings. Yeah. And oh you my ask God, them a did question. You, you got, did you see Action Bronson? Yeah, so I'm all. Like, oh, I, and I, like I started oh, this and I was like, mother. Yes. Like this. And it's like a, it's a show. Where they they sit down, a guy Sean Evans sits down with a guest, and it's usually a really good guest, and then they they eat hot wings. They have ten wings, and they ask them one question per each wing, and they get periodically hotter mm-hmm. as the as the questions go along. Wow. And so we had Action Bronson. He just had Nori on. Like I'm that telling you, he has my feed. Um, Action Bronson pumped on my good. feed for that. I was like, it's good. It's wings. a good show. I think I'm good, but I might have to watch it now. It's, it's a just, good. It's a like, good series. But they, they have so many people on there. They have like they have so many like they have comics. They have yeah, rappers. They have like Jim Gaffigan they have quit. Yeah, he's one of the few guys that quit. You know what? You get you give it a you give it you give it a second level that hook. Uh, you give me Danny Brown trying to eat it with those missing ass teeth, and I'll watch. <laughs> All right, yo, now he we might got a review a- of uh, we got a comic review I want to jump into right now, real quick. Uh, yo, I got to check out Predator versus Judge Dredd versus Aliens. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. You got to check and it this out. This just sounds man. so bizarre, and in such a good way, though. Like, it's, it's awesome. I like it so far. Mind you, because like every I, wet dream each my one of these twelve-year-old action movie fan self had ever yeah. in life. Yeah, um, well, yo, each one of these comics is is great. Yes, it Two. is. It is. I'm not gonna lie. I probably got real freaking fanboy on this. The way it opened up yeah. was like in the in the red corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, like ah, this is it. Like, but, fight. Well, here's the question. Here's the question. Which 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 style is it drawn in? Is it drawn like a Predator comic? Is it it's drawn, drawn like a Alien drawn comic? Like is it drawn like a Dread? Dread? Okay, mm-hmm. so it's drawn yeah. like a Dread comic. Dread. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that that obviously speaks to a certain kind of goer it, it as well. It does, but mm-hmm. it, it makes sense the way they do it. Because if it was just an Alien comic or an or it'd be all about the takeover. If it was yeah. Predator, it'd be all about the hunt, and that gets very boring after a while. When you introduce Judge Dread in the mix and have it be in the Judge Dread style, it's about different things. Judge Dredd, was, it could be, oh, it's about you know, we're stalking and we're lost in this area. Or, you know, we own, we're chasing down some hardcore criminals in their territory. And they kind of combine all of oh, that man. with the different, um, with the different characters. Yeah. Uh, By characters the way, I watched, I actually, it's funny that you're actually reviewing this because I rewatched Judge Dredd with, a not not Dredd, uh, Judge Dredd. With, with Judge Stallone Dredd with Stallone. I re- rewatched that recently. Yeah, it's because it's on Netflix wait, wait, now. Wait, 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 with, with, with that, it's with on that, Netflix with that hyper-underappreciated actor, Armando Sante. Yeah. 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 It's like if you if you, if you see a movie that's just like it's Armand Desante, Rob Schneider, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> you're like, and you're like, God damn, what the hell am I watching? Like that, and you're watching like, oh, just a hundred million dollar production budget, like whatever, like that. You're like, with Armand Desante, with the clones and shit, like, yeah, this movie was bad, man. Oh, very This movie was so bad. I remember, I remember renting it from. Sorry, start busting here. No, no, no. I rented it for like my like. uh It must have been like. 14th, 13th birthday party, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Movie like that, and just everyone was like really pissed off. I'm like, let's put this on. It was like, it's yeah. like how you ruin oh, your own God. party for everyone Damn. else? Damn! It's like I told you, Bob, I didn't want to go to Adam's house. <laughs> <laughs> it was that. It was like, pick me up. I'm sick. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go. Anyways. That was your experience. Meanwhile, a 20-year-old uh, UA Bowl watched that movie and creamed himself. All right, we're talking about Predator versus Judge Dredd versus Aliens, new comic series from Dark Horse. Dude, I love this thing so much. And mind mm-hmm. you, that's not just the uh, action movie fan that liked the pictures. Like Predator the movie, that like Judge, um, that like Dredd da, 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 mm-hmm. the movie there you go. with Carl Urban yep. before Johnny jumps on me over here. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and who and you know uh, uh, Alien and Aliens and mm-hmm. no, they really didn't actually really good by bo- all these properties late stage. 
Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, Predator started out pretty hot, you know what I mean? Predator and started I'm, out on top and just like gradually decline, uh, quickly declined. But, but it came back up. Then it's coming back, kinda, it's coming back up, you know yeah. what I mean? And then the whole Alien versus Predator thing is obviously like still like cultural zeitgeist, mm-hmm. I think. I feel like you're being but, a little nicer than I want to be right now. But right, it's, it's maybe, okay. absolutely, but it's still it's still there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's still, it's, it's, it's not hot garbage, it might be it's, garbage. No, it, it, it's, it's garbage. <laughs> it's been in the sun for about two, uh, 12 hours, <laughs> not the full 24. It's like mayonnaise sat now for like three hours, you don't know if you should eat, right? It's like, it's still good. Not even flies will go there, you're telling yourself. It never stops being disgusting. To anyone who's unfamiliar, it's the um, this book is a conglomeration of the three uh, universes into one. Mm-hmm. Um, this places the aliens and the predators in the Judge Dredd universe, and they mm-hmm. all happen to land. So on the, okay, Earth that's for it. They're in their reasons. universe. Yeah, this isn't just oh we're here, let's kill people. This they uh, landed on Earth. In there, yes. Uh, with pre-existing characters in the Dread universe. So it's mm-hmm. not just them three and only them three. Right. There's like other characters introduced and, and interfering as and make it plausible in the book with random alien hunters and alien you know penis creatures. Um, <laughs> it makes it plausible as to why they would end up in these situations, and I like that about it. Uh, the actual plot breakdown, I'll read it here. The ultimate science fiction <laughs> crossover pits legendary lawman Judge Dredd against the universe's supreme hunters, the Predators as they both try to survive an onslaught by the galaxy's ultimate killing machines. <gasps> the aliens. <laughs> and no one can hear you scream, you son of a... I'm kidding. Okay, you know. That was actually um, pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, bad, I do right? this for a nice. living, you know. Uh, <laughs> but no, I enjoy the hell In Mega this. City 1, no one can... Sorry. Yes. <laughs> no one can hear In you Mega scream. City 1, that guy from uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, for, uh, I've, I've kind of hogged the mic on this. Jay, you got to check this out for yourself. Thoughts, my brother? I mean, I liked it. I liked it out the box. I mean, it's just the, the way they introduced all three characters um, into the scene. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You were right, P. It definitely started off a little slow. Yeah. Um, which is like, Predator comes down, he gets kidnapped. It's just like, <laughs> and, uh, and the issue one. Like, what? <laughs> the greatest hunter in the history of it. And I'm sitting there, he got caught by these four schmucks? Like, you're yeah. not even kidding me. Yeah. Like, he scrapped with Alien. He goes down like this. Seriously. So I, I wouldn't stop reading it after that. Like, he's walking around with the, with the spear in his chest and all. Hurting, and they, they, they bleeding green the, blood, bleeding, <laughs> talking <laughs> on his like Stood palm pilot chest piece, and some random rednecks. This is exactly you know. what it is. Straight raided his ship, mm-hmm. trying to steal all his weapons. I'm like, no, this is not yeah. how this goes down. This is Predator, man. No, I just want to put <laughs> this in perspective for anybody. Okay, this is like seeing um, the ultimate hunter. This is like seeing anyone played by The Rock in the last seven years <laughs> being taken out by uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Pretty much. Okay, that, that's, that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> so was, I was like, I don't even want to read it anymore. It all no. my, yeah, I was that insulted too, man. It caught me off guard. But it picks up. Mm-hmm. It picks up. And when it does, it becomes just the most exponentially awesome thing ever. And I do have to credit the fact that they said it in the Judge Dredd universe. I think that may be the I agree. That's that, that was cool. missing yeah. throughout all this. Yeah. That's um, cool. It's the, badass, it's the same level of badass. That, to give it perspective to anyone who may not be familiar with these comics, and if not, why are you? How? What? Where have you? What, what rock have you been under? And okay, sorry. Pause. <laughs> a little bias. Um, it's more along the lines of the Carl Urban, uh, was twenty thirteen, uh, movie. Yep, yep. I think uh, so. Dread, Around which, there, yeah. And which was absolutely brilliant. Great movie. Like the, the last Dread was one of the, the like the the reasons to go see a three D movie mm-hmm. was the last Dread movie, and uh, it was it took that theme of like let's just trap people in one building and let's just watch them try to get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very, breaking it down, very simplicity. You know what I mean? It's, it's just very, very, very simple. Well, there's no need to get extra good, complex but... and goofy. I mean, if you, right. if you mm-hmm. remember the... Um, hey, this the, movie is supposed to look... Post-apocalyptic, uh, you know, wasteland where they're supposed to live. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like there's not a lot to do. Mm-hmm. They're really probably trapped in a lot of buildings a lot of the time. So let's just mm-hmm. assume they're trying to. Yeah, and you know, this, get one this. Took it, this one plays with environments, it plays with mm-hmm. different characters in that universe. We haven't seen much from the Predator universe or the Alien universe, but as of right now, it's still an ongoing book, so there's still room to explore these. Yes. Uh, the one complaint I have is that it gets a little goofy at times. I understand they're trying to have a sense of humor about it, because <laughs> these aren't the most serious characters. And, you know, right. they're trying to keep it fun and light. Like you said, it starts off with that, uh, like, almost Michael Buffer-esque uh, introduction for each book, <laughs> yes. where normally you'd think, last time on Spider-Man, this one was like, in this corner we have, weighing at 5,000 
parsecs. I don't know what the hell you wish. Stone. 5,000 stone. That's, what is that, a building? Yeah. For the whale? For the whale? Uh, Free Willy, yeah. Yeah, but I enjoyed this. Um, I liked putting it in the Dread universe. I think that's the right move. Um, it's written by John Lehman, uh, art by Chris Mooneyham, who pretty much nails the Dread style. I haven't seen a Judge Dread book in years. But it's a lot and of close-ups right too. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, at least for the Dread stuff. Yeah, is, is that, it a lot of like that? You yeah, know. Um, like... Yes and no. For Dread, yeah. I've, yes. I've, I'm, I'm seeing, yes, for Dread. seeing it's Dread and Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, so catch from, again from the movie will be familiar. But uh, the Predator, I haven't seen any, many close-ups. I don't think they're going. They're going for like the extreme detail. They're on not. The they're not. Stuff. But that's good. I don't want them to force anything. Right. I want this all okay. to feel as natural as possible, and so far it has. I, I, dude, I highly recommend this book. If you're a fan, highly recommend it. If you're not, maybe check it out if you're an action book fan, because this has the potential to go deep into the lore of each of these characters. Yeah. And I want to make sure I don't oversell somebody on something if they're just kind of like, eh, well, well, it could go either way. Same, you know what I mean? It could go either way. Remember when it was like, did the Ninja Turtles and Batman crossover? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could go either way. But that's how you build But if you think though. about it, I mean, you're like, this could Ooh, be great. Awesome. You know what I mean? It, it sounds fantastic <laughs> and it should be. On it. By all right. And by the way, awesome. both those cases mm-hmm. are great. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm saying it could go completely wrong. You know? You, it sounds awesome. Jenna just threw up in her mouth a little. So, I'm a little conflicted. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, Ninja Turtles and Batman was badass too, I think. I'm nervous to see that but I mean at his bare minimum mm-hmm. and I agree with Pat uh, check it out at his bare minimum if you at all liked Alien vs. Predator to throw uh, Dread in the mix of it it's gonna be awesome just go check it out if at all you liked Alien vs. Predator that right there is consensus y'all yep AVP mm-hmm. I just like that Dread line A-V-J-D-V-A what uh, ju- da- damn it, check out the damn book. <laughs> what's, yeah. that, what's that dread R- line to? He's like, wait. He's like, Judge Dread, we just waited all this line. You said, wait. That's what you said? Yeah, no, wait. For her to shoot you. She just blasts the ass. The movie's great, dude. It's Predator versus Judge Dread versus Aliens. It's out right now. IDW Publishing. Check it out. Highly recommend it. For her to shoot you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, uh, there was a late, there was a new anime that released uh, earlier this year called All Out. With two and explanation points. Two <laughs> explanation, that's, not just one, but two, Nina. You two. have the inside stuff where you lay it on. <laughs> I give this three you stars. You got two, that's quite a bit. Right. It didn't bomb ultimately, but <laughs> wasn't my favorite. Um, so basically the anime, it's a sports anime. I feel, mm. feel like sports anime has been really like popular lately. The volleyball anime coming out, Haikyuu, uh, there's Yuri on Ice. There's, uh, there's volleyball there's... anime? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, break, it th- break that one down for me. Is that the one where they uh, attack with their butts? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. The butt right. anime. The no, butt that's the butt anime. anime. I've Sorry. got some videos to show you after the show. Oh, God. Is this breeding right. season? <laughs> <laughs> the hell kind of Christmas episode <laughs> are you watching? Oh, no, no, no. She's talk- there's, there's, there's a soccer one, too, that's also really, really popular. There's a couple of them. I think yeah. he's making this up, man. You know, when I grew up, I don't remember the name of the soccer <laughs> anime that I watched, but there was another volleyball anime. Anime that I watched when I was younger, yeah. um, Mila Ayohara. But maybe I mean about the detective kid, right? No, it was it's oh. a volleyball anime. No, okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. We're talking all about sports. All sports. Um, the recent one that I've been watching that I like is Long Riders, which is um, about this girl Ami who's getting into biking. But anyways, I, I digress. Um, so All Out is a rugby anime. Um, it's about Two high school students, Kenji and Shumaiki. I'm gonna butcher his name completely. Um, so they just started freshman year in high school. Um, Kenji is short, he's feisty, and he wants to be tall. The other character has the opposite character flaw where he's very, very tall, but he's very shy. He blushes a lot. He has very cutesy, like anime girly eyes. Um, and he's very reserved. He has a very complicated um, history with rugby. So he kind of like didn't want to join at first. Uh, no, well, what happened was he previously tackled someone too hard, one of his, um, the captain of his middle school team, and his arm like got hurt. So when they went into the, the big match at the mm-hmm. end of the like, year, they lost. Yeah. And it was because. Uh, he wasn't playing his hardest, and well, was because on him. the other kid could, the, the captain couldn't play. Right. So you got the anime oh, okay. adventures of Ski Low and Joe Theismann. 
I'm not sure what that is, but okay. Skilo, which he was a little Skilo. bit taller. Okay. Joe Feisman is notorious for one of the great, uh, most like horrendous. It's the gross, most the, the worst break in the history of sports. But yeah. Well, that's what I'm getting here. One that really aspires to be more than he is. Maybe too much. Game. No, I think this guy was just like. He just couldn't play, right? Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> it arm, wasn't like, his yeah, arm like was, was, he'll play again, but maybe his arm was severed soon. Yes, <laughs> not severed, but hurt. Uh, so the captain couldn't make it to the the rugby team. So uh, Shumaki uh, kind of like blamed himself. So he said he's never going to play rugby again. Oh wow! But Kenji um, kind of challenged him uh, when they first met. It was kind of funny. Um, so I guess they were in the locker room and they were making fun of his height because he couldn't reach the locker. Um, so he got, you know, he's a, he's a firecracker. So he started talking to these kids and then the other really tall guy kind of picked, picked the, the bullies up and kind of threw him. And then that's how they kind of started nice. connecting. All right, so, so I'm getting the, it's a it's a real friendship based anime without going in any spoilers. Absolutely. Give me a sense of like how you reacted to this. How did uh, this approach uh, rugby? How did as an anime itself? How did it stand up? I think it was okay. Uh, it was definitely very comical. It was very funny. It was entertaining. Um, I think the one thing that kind of I don't really like rugby. So, I don't know much about this, rugby. Like no. I, you know, I've watched it on TV like dozens of times, literally the, the dozens end, of times, and I still don't get it. You know, I think it's. I don't get the scrum. The, I don't get it. All right, the simplest <laughs> the thing about I think the simplest thing to, to, un, to understand rugby the most is if you know soccer, you know generally the general ideas of rugby. No, imagine I, playing football. The scrum is more like a huddle. And yes. if you um, know football, I, I get it as football, soccer. But I'm explaining like, to you, man. You ask the question. Instead of instead of passing forward, you pass back. Yep. You know, in rugby, you run, you get taken out, but you can't continuously pass. Your teammates are behind you. So what's the scrum about? Hey, 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 man. We we cutting into Nina's no, preview, man. Ahead, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Damn, a little bit. Just talking about. A, an anime about rugby. I think you've had one too many of those sides, man. Ease man, up. don't oh, be coming at you, you, you too, buddy. <laughs> no, no. Alright, but Nina, we are cutting into your time. I do oh, apologize. Okay. Give us your impressions. Um, so I think it's really good for the anime fangirl who likes muscular high school guys. It's cheesy. <laughs> Fair enough. But beefcake rather. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> um, I think they might have been a little bit too muscular for the high schooler. Um, are we are talking like Choiniki muscular? Oh, they're pretty muscular. I can see them right now. Ah, <laughs> yeah, go, John. Yes, I think they're. I think they're One of them has a nice ass. Is, Yes, yes. It's, it's sculpted, man. Remember when we used to get a PG yeah, show? You could crack a wall now with that thing. <laughs> All right, so there's only one female character. She kind of breaks it up, but she's the flirtatious manager of the uh, crew. And hey, why wouldn't you want to be the manager of an all boys rugby team? Um, that course, a cock diesel swole. Got you. Yes. Strive for that every day. So we used to let the Down syndrome kid be the manager. I was, yeah, mm -hmm. so if you're into the sports anime, you know, you want to watch. If you're a fangirl, you want to find your next husband, do. Um, <laughs> maybe watch all out. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right, so it's all out with two exclamation points. Two. Yep. Two. Count them. Two. Two. <laughs> two exclamation points. Thank, thank you, Nina. Appreciate it. Yeah, Pat, man. Anytime. <laughs> all right, Nina, thank you very much. All right, and that's not all, kids. We also have to. What's wrong with Pat, man? I just want to, I just want to, I just want to take a breath before we get into this one. I feel I got so to see alone. I Rogue feel so alone. Pat, man. I got to see Rogue One, a Star Wars story in fetism. Oh, yes. Am I the only one that got this? No, this man. I, I got to see, see this, see this too. too. I like did not. Should we think? Okay, I'm not the only should, one. Should we, uh, should we sing the theme song? This movie, this movie made some money this week, too. I think it was like 155 Yeah, this movie made crazy numbers for very good reason. And we're not going to give any spoilers, but we do. I do want to start off by saying... Thing, this might be my favorite Star Wars. Really? Star Wars. You that's, know what? See, that's a that's oh, a statement wow. because yeah. I, I, I tried to that. get him to get spoilers for the last Star Wars movie we reviewed mm -hmm. for like three weeks, and he was like, <laughs> "Man, we ain't doing spoilers this week." Necessary. Like Pat, what's your problem? No, we ain't doing spoilers this week. Yeah. I was like, "Yes, seriously." Month some, into some it, people have, some <laughs> people go. have not seen it. You're right, and I, and I completely agree with you. But like, I'm really happy for you that you've seen this movie that you enjoyed this much, and I, I, I'm actually right behind you too. I do enjoy this movie. I do enjoy this movie a lot. I was scared for a second. You sound like you may have had a different opinion. No, I know, I know. may have had to head it out. Be like Johnny, hold his legs down. I'm gonna. No, I like this movie because there was a lot of diversity in it. There was a lot of like characters that I didn't think I was gonna like and you know initially enjoy, and there was like a a Zoe 
character in this movie there was like this blind you know the asian master of the sword and stuff like that that was in this representation for other uh, other races there was robot citizens in this yeah. one that you don't really see uh, outside of the background figures in the other star wars movies this is technically yeah. a background so kind of expanded out though as well and it was just like i thought like they did great um i didn't really buy into it, most of the characters but the ones yeah. I did, I really enjoyed. Well, I think this one was the first one that... Is, well, we're talking about uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Anyone who hasn't seen it, this is pretty much a side story uh, outside of the general Anakin Skywalker... You know, yeah, so can you actually... I actually don't think it's a you, side story. I heard it was this in between episode what, one and two. I mean, sorry, it, no. six, uh, five and six? Is what three, I heard. three and four. Well, three can and four. you determine <laughs> that either? Can you determine that? I mean, how do you break this down? No, you absolutely can. Uh, keep, remember, remember, remember what happened in okay. the end. That last, like, three minutes... Yeah, that is the very. And we're talking. We're talking about There's, what movie? We're talking about the last Star Wars. Rogue One. We're talking, we're talking about Rogue One. Talking okay. about Rogue One. Um, I, I can't actually reveal how it's a side story because that would be a major spoiler. But this is a side story that takes place between um, Episode Three and A New Hope. Okay. Clones. 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 They could probably yeah. warn people okay. if we're going to mention something spoilery. I'm no, we're not mentioning spoilers. Adam, you want to break down the actual <laughs> No, I think you should up? break down this because I'm actually lost in my own Rogue One is the story of the... Johnny, what's up? No, 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 go ahead. Rogue One is the story of the rebel faction. Uh, sorry. The story of two collections. The designer of the Death Star and mm. the rebel faction that uh, was first... Um, what do you call it? What do you call it? Privy? To the uh, to the intel of the Death Star and how they get that back to the rebellion and the story in between, it seemed like it was going towards this whole oh we're talking about family and you know ties to origins and someone's the chosen one again and all that BS and it kind of teases you with that for the first few minutes. That's why I started off sour on this one. It right. turns around real quick once we introduce once we're introduced to a few more of our main characters and there's more than one which I really like in this yep. movie. This isn't harping on. Yes, it's all about that's Luke it. And only Luke, yes, that's you know? exactly mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, and also it points out that these people are rebels fighting a war. I got the sense of war in this one. I have. I've never gotten that any of them. No, even, that's a, uh, especially that's a, in episode one that had battle scenes. Right, you're right. I never got the sense of this is like war with like stakes. a war movie. You really didn't feel that way. And yeah. actually, I read an article. I think it was on the Ringer. dot com, mm-hmm. and um, it was saying it was the best war movie since Saving Private Ryan. Uh, I, <laughs> and then I, it made I, me I, look I at say it. The best, but it, it was no. That was the article, though. Like whether or not you agree or not, you kind of makes you go back and you think about it. Like you think about it as a war movie. You don't think about it as like a, a fantasy, you know, sci-fi, like no, distant I can see that. whatever movie. War, you think about it as a war movie. Then like I was like, holy crap, you're right. You know, yeah. it's not. It's not too far from that. And there was a lot of scenes <laughs> going on. Hold, hold on, hold on, pause. I'm just saying they lose arms. Yes. <laughs> Word. In the Star Wars way. I <laughs> okay. like the way they did that, though. I like the way they okay. did it. You know they got to throw in something, you know. Yeah, yeah so. but this was this was a war movie with stakes that just happened to be set in the Star Wars universe. Yes. I loved the crap out of that. That was a revelation I had to see for myself. Yeah. And there was I, a lot. I, I, it I it was shot there's... well, too. And there was like, it was, it's the movie, the, the movie looked good. The movie was shot well. The movie that had actual scenes. I really appreciate that. I, <laughs> you know I what I mean? A lot of times that gets lost when you're talking about sci-fi. Right. People want to go bigger and better. And, oh, it's the hugest thing. It's the ship. Well, people want to construct off. these big monstrosities of movies and they forget to, like, you know, start from the ground floor yeah. and actually have, like, an actual scene. Nothing with an actual looks like, practical. Things look An action sequence that actually is a sequence where it's just like a, a rise and a fall. Like, everyone wants to be Spielberg, but no one wants to watch what Spielberg's actually yeah. done. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everyone wants to go, J.J. Abrams is the greatest thing. The J.J. Abrams can't wipe... <laughs> Here's what I try to put in perspective, and, and tell me if I'm, if I'm off base or not. Um, it's uh, usually when like you see a fight scene in the movie, and you can tell the people that choreographed this have never actually been in a fight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good because Donnie Yen's in this movie, and Donnie, Donnie Yen, Yen is in this and Donnie movie. Yen is the best part of this movie for me. And Donnie Yen is, if you don't know him, he's one of like Hong Kong cinema's like legends. He's mm-hmm. been It Man. Yep. Obviously, Iron that's Monkey, like he the, he's uh, Iron he Monkey. The, the he's he's great, in so great. many great, you know, Hong Kong cinema movies, and he is basically what I said. Is Sai Toichi. He's like the blind, like Sarah, uh, uh, Samurai. This movie. You, you, you said it perfectly outside. The sentence I can sell you on this movie is the guy who trained Bruce Lee as a Jedi. Yes, mm-hmm. and yep. he is yeah. in this movie, well, and he is not himself. a Jedi though. Yeah. 
but Man, he is he is the master. He's a badass. So, so those and that's of us who aren't intimately familiar with the Star Wars lore as just Johnny. But he's a guardian. He is not is, a force user, so therefore he is not a Jedi. But he's a force believer, so he's close enough. But he's blind oh, and he kills everybody, oh, so that's all you need for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right, sorry, well, John, you've, been, you've been pretty silent here while we've been uh, gushing. Yeah, hell, Johnny. Yeah, wipe down um, my chair. Go ahead. What so do you think about this stuff? I wouldn't call this a side story, as I'd rather say that Rogue One is. It basically changes Episode 4, it changes the New Hope. So much in that hmm. uh, it is so important to episode four in that I am never going to watch episode four by itself ever again. As far as I'm concerned, episode four wow. is now a four hour long movie hmm. with the inclusion of Rogue One. So now I'm just going to go from Rogue One to the end of episode four and boom, I have a full fledged, really in-depth movie. Well, then I see exactly what you're saying and I would agree with you except for the fact that that would make Rogue One, a yep. really long uh, movie with a so really is that, boring second half. Is that what their Disney's building? Is just this one giant roots long like movie? You know what? <laughs> like y'all happy now? I, I, I feel like that was originally George Lucas's intent. It's this is what we got. <laughs> well, well, this well, is okay, what okay, we well, got. Look at this way. We got um, this one legged dude, but he's got one arm now, and he's this, just jumping around. There's an intermission. This, this Star Wars <laughs> an intermission. It, it does the does a little crawl thing yeah. when you're watching Episode Four. Okay, so this is a Star Wars movie that had more black people per capita. <laughs> All right, no, one, one You're the worst. That, You're the worst. All I'll say is I enjoyed the heck out of this one. If anyone's familiar with the Star Wars universe, you know what Rogue One is. It is it good. Came out with, and this it, is pretty much it just is a reaction. It's, it's actually good. It's it's actually good. Very. Yeah. Um, I, I also want to call out. But you're going to see it thing. anyway, so who the hell are we talking to? I, I'm not going to say that. If we, if we can steer some people away from the debacle that was uh, no. uh, Episode 3, we would have done our job. See, the thing is, I actually. Episode 3 wasn't that bad. Stop right there. All right, this movie, this in this movie, they 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 had ships, Debo and other ships. It was an actual war epic where you get a sense of that would be like uh, old uh, uh, triremes um, uh, uh, ramming each other in like naval battles. This one had uh, attacks on land and in air space and in space, in air and space. You yep. got to see why X-wings were like legit. You know, uh, 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 fighting flight vehicles, and mm. why they still pale in comparison to Tie Fighters. You got to see why stormtroopers are actually legit soldiers, even more so than Force Awakens, which had you know the ground trooper stormtroopers. They can actually be ill. This one blows them out of the water. They were all over the place. They were nasty. They had skills on on land. They had skills in air. The pilots were sick. It was sinister. And I really want to spoil something, but I can't. <laughs> Don't. I can't. All I'll say is, Do this it! Movie, this yeah. movie finally shows after, finally shows after seven movies, I don't know how many books, uh, why mm -hmm. specific characters should be feared, respected, and what makes them... Save it, man. And I can't, I can't say it, but... Okay, will you all at least like back me up on this? You oh, finally, definitely. You finally yeah, saw. No, there, there is a lot, a lot of answers get uh, a lot of questions get answered in this movie. A lot. Of, it's not like important stuff, but there's certainly like a lot of Skeaky explanations. Stuff, it's it's, it's yeah. important stuff. So, yeah, yeah. but it makes you it makes you excited for other projects too. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's what it does. And it made See me. This. It didn't make me like overly like. Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. But like, it made me like excited where they're gonna go. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it paid homage and. Said, and it didn't deviate too far from where they're gonna, you know, the the original stuff, and it, it really, you know, it it just made me excited. Yeah. It really did, you know what I mean? It, it gave me a great movie, and then it made me like, hey, we're gonna get like a, a bunch of more of these. So it's like, let's gear up, you know. We had Ryan, J you know, Johnson doing the next Star Wars movie, so like. This is gonna be a good thing. This is really gonna be a good thing. It, it connected a lot of dots. Yes, okay. absolutely. I recommend it, Adam. Yep. Yep. Yeah, two thumbs up, man. That's great. It was beautiful. Highly recommended. So I told you in the movie, yeah, it man's in this thing. It man. <laughs> <laughs> man. And I say Johnny Yen is in this movie. He totally played right. Zatuichi though as that character. He did. Yeah. I saw this Zatuichi. This is it. I mean, oh, uh, spoilers because we don't know. By we, the we way, Filmstruck the... is the greatest website on on movies right now. It's basically um, Netflix for like cinephiles. And you can watch all of Zaitoichi's old back stuff, like the actual Zaitoichi, like the Blind yeah. Swordsman. You it can might see be spoilers, though, if you watch Zaitoichi before this 
one. Yeah. Well, pace yourself, you know. I mean, see I what the audience can derive from it. <laughs> or watch this, which you probably have, and go back. Who knows? That's yeah. the way to do it, too. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe. All right, we are shortchanging my man. Jay, you have the inside stuff on WWE Roadblock, my man. Give yes, yes. News, please. Took place at the PPG Paints Arena. I don't know what PPG. PPG paints a paper game yeah, for paper. whatever that's all about but yeah, it's in Pittsburgh I mean overall the way this whole pay-per-view started out it was just your basic I mean if you are what we call a smark um, a guy who's a fan sounds, a guy or girl so nasty. Hold on, who's sorry. a who's a fan who understands the background of the business and understand how the stories are written and how the script goes you pretty this was pretty much textbook you understood and had a pretty good idea who was going to win who was going to lose it was straightforward who you thought was going to win won who you thought was going to lose lose until the very end um, so New Day dropped their tag team belts we figured that was going to happen they already broke Demolition's record for holding the title for the longest um, in WWE history so they of course they was going to drop their belts so they did Sami Zayn outlasted his match. Seth Rollins won his match. The one black guy who kept the belt, Rick Swan, kept his belt. So very glad a black champion still running around. Um, Sasha Banks dropped her belt figures uh, to Charlotte Flair. And finally, this is where I'm going to spend the bulk of my time talking about, is Kevin Owens defeating Roman Reigns. Yes. The reason why this is incredibly important, because this is probably one of the best swerves that I've seen come out of WWE in a long time long time for those of us who are smarks who thought they knew i thought i knew everyone thought they knew and we all we all got got so i'm gonna lay out the scenario for those who've been watching this for a while you've been seeing this tension between chris jericho and and kevin owens this was be best friends then they have this big fallout and you figured okay this fallout's gonna lead to jericho doing a run-in causing owens to drop the belt and for them to continue to fight until Jericho's band goes on tour. Literally, his band, Foz, he's going on tour starting in March or April. Mm-hmm. So you know WWE is only going to be able to use him for so much before he has to go on tour and make some of that tour money with, with him being a rock star. So it's all been lining up for weeks, for weeks. This 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 budding friendship falling apart and these two men who are supposed to be great friends losing it and interfering with each other's matches, blah, 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 blah. So earlier that night, um, Owens interferes into um into oh excuse me we get it together here because I'm so freaking excited about this. <laughs> it's okay, brother. You oh yeah, you can see it. Built up because it just let like, it out. It just man, it was just amazing. So Owens interferes indirectly into Jericho's match, and then Owens makes this as passionate plea to Jericho. I'm so sorry, you're my best friend, man. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cause you this match. Blah blah blah. He's like outside his door, like like a like one of those teenage boys, like baby. I'm Holding sorry. Holding up the boombox and everything, like yeah. pretty much. If he had a boombox, he'd be. <laughs> It really was. It was just like, dude, you look so weak. So he's outside of um, of Jericho's door just begging him. I'm sorry, boy. You're my boy, man. I'm sorry. If you won't be that way, then be that way. And he storms off. Match goes. <laughs> if you see on Twitch, everybody in the room just chuckling right now. Because <laughs> he really did turn to like a little child. If you're going to be my friend, don't be my friend. And he storms off. <laughs> Like, you a grown man, bro. Let that go. Um, so the batch comes down. Um, Owens is going up against Reigns. And we're all suspecting that Owens is going to drop the belt to Reigns because Jericho is going to interfere and cause on the match. So Jericho comes down the ramp. We're like, okay, here we go. He's going to interfere and cause on the match. Jericho stands in the middle of the ring, looks at Reigns, looks at Owens, hits Owens, drops him with his finishing move. Audience is like, what the hell just happened? Him hitting Owens caused Owens to win the match by DQ and keep his belt. So Owens jumps up and it looked like they're about to start fighting and then they embrace it hug and the audience just loses it like, I saw, I saw the stills, I didn't understand what that was. It was just like, this was like literally months of them having this angry feud and everyone planning down a line. Okay, next pay-per-view they'll fight, then they'll fight at WrestleMania, then Jericho will take off and do his Aussie, his Fozzie thing. Mm-hmm. No, that was a huge swerve for them to embrace. And everyone's just like, oh my God, did not see this coming. Because it was just Which is something that you have, uh, I mean, the WC, uh, WWE hasn't done it in a long time. It's been a it surprised long time. People. Yeah. It's been a long time for the surprise. Uh, the, su- the surprise. When's the last smarts. time you think you ever actually sat there and watched something and been like, holy crap. I the brain that, that, hidden and Killer and Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> and, uh, both appeared on Double Dare and, yeah. oh, wait, that's not what we're talking about. But exactly, you know what I mean? It's the, like, the, it's only time I, get. the only time I ever got excited um, with WWE recently is by just the action alone. So for those of you who went on to our Facebook website, check us out, 
geek down on Facebook, um, you'll see some of the things I put up there um, with the finishing moves um, for what you saw the last pay-per-view. So those are the things I've been excited about is seeing the actual performance of the wrestlers in terms of in terms of their physical capabilities. But in terms of storylines, it's like, okay, this is a textbook. I know what it is. I'm a fan for being a fan, right. but it's one of those sort of things that you know what you know it. So, so like you live through it, you know it's coming, yeah. Exactly. So this is the first time in a long time that I was just taken aback by an actual story. That's nice though. That's, and, the, that's where they get like you. That's where they get you. I felt yeah. Like a kid, like oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. this is why I watch it. This is why I own stock in this company. <laughs> this is why I can't <laughs> keep making me money because my stock's going up. This is awesome. And I was just like, yeah, a you got to think how many kids watch that, and we're like, god damn, yeah. Exactly. exactly yeah. Especially when a, a little piece of news because I only got a couple minutes left. Uh, especially when Kevin Owens got in trouble. Uh, very recently when um when a fan a kid a kid was like wore a Roman Reigns t-shirt and Roman Reigns baseball cap at a live event Kev, it's, it's all over Facebook and Twitter or whatever Kevin Owens walks up to the kid and it's just me to the kid it says to the kid how can you not wearing my shirt Matter of fact, I don't want you to wear my shirt. Don't buy my shirt. Don't wear my clothes. And don't even touch me. Storms off. This, this kid's like seven years old. Aww. And the kid turns around. Yeah. And the mom's like recording the whole thing. It says Aww. that. Aww. So, um... So next thing you know, mom writes this long, airy letter to WWE saying, this is horrible. This is wrong what he did to my kid. I look like a liar because I told my kid that the wrestlers aren't really mean in person. And he did this to him and blah, 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 blah. And Owens just put this little picture on Facebook of like him face down floor in the <laughs> middle of the ring saying, this is what happens when a parent complains that I didn't want her kid to touch me. It was just like really <laughs> douchebag, horrible spots. That's so good. But it's like, but the, I loved it because it's, this is what a heel's supposed to do. When yeah. you were a bad guy, you were a bad guy. Shame on right. that mom for telling that kid. I had a friend no, in there. not really me. No, I'm telling my kid bad guys are bad, good guys are good. You hate that guy because he's a bad guy. Yeah. You don't take the you don't take the fantasy from him. No, I had a friend Be in the indie circuit who did the same thing. He would come out and he eat the little kid's hot dog. <laughs> He get to be sitting there and he go up there and be like shove the whole thing and he was like oh like that and he get the kids oh, food and the parents would hate them for life but you know what as a heel you did your job that's right? what you're supposed to do you because the kid because the kid asked the mom like maybe a week ago like mom are the bad guys really bad like no honey they're not they're just playing the character wrong answer you let the kid believe the bad guy's bad yeah that's what you're supposed to do especially if the uh, like you used seven. to believe the iron sheik was actually like uh, hurting the united states of america exactly. people that's actually believed that at that's the time you know what i mean to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. So for, for this swerve that happened, it built on top of Owens's the the anger that people have with Owens, and he's doing an amazing job as yep. a champion, especially Good as a guy him. who who's a chubby guy, um, who he doesn't quote unquote look like a wrestler, but so he's a good he, wrestler. He's an amazing wrestler. He has a dad bod, if you will, but he's an amazing wrestler. It's just one of those sort of things that. As a fan, I'm reinvesting into the company and to see what happens come in the future. Yeah. So for those of you who want to check this pay-per-view out, honestly, fast forward to the very last match. Because, <laughs> because the rest of it is just like blah. Wait, you said you said, now you said how, how many like title changes? None of that was worth watching? No, honestly, nah. Wow. Because I mean it was it was all something I was expect expected. If you're following the storyline, you're like, okay, Sasha's gonna drop the belt again at a pay-per-view. She wins on Raw, she drops to the pay-per-view figures. Mm -hmm. She's gonna drop the titles, the new day's gonna drop the titles. Mm -hmm. Rick Swan's gonna keep his. You knew, walking through, this is just straight textbook. You know what's gonna happen because they built it up to the point where it's predictable. Except that very last match. That swerve at the end was amazing. And it didn't even end there because then Rollins comes out and Rollins arranged Powerball both Owens and Jericho through tables, which was great. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a typical way to end the show, but it's great to see these two guys who supposedly were best friends, had beef, come back together to fight these two other guys who were who swerved everybody thinking they had beef so it was really good so overall from a storytelling perspective it that last match is watch that last match it's all over youtube now check it out that's what made it all right that's what made it for me thank you very much right. brother all right we've uh, come down to our last couple of minutes here and i just want to express my appreciation to the team even though we're not all here for all our all, all your loyal uh uh and diligent work I was wondering what you in that box. A uh, 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 year. And uh -oh. I, I, I've got Christmas presents for people. Okay. Um, oh, look at this. Adam, I got you yours yesterday. I got this he present. did. He gave me this fantastic gift, by the way, which I still, I'll, I'll actually never be able to repay him. He gave me some uh, some movie tickets for a year. No. Which is no. absolutely oh, ridiculous. Movie tickets. Uh, yeah. Right? And I had to send him this text, and I'm like, God. <gasps> I can't pay this back. I really can't, That's my friend. Hey, my man, any theater? Happy holidays, my man from the heart. Yeah, no, this is and this is absolutely ridiculous. And honestly, like, uh, you know, we get a little mushy here, but uh, we've been doing the show, you and I, for 
for many close. years, close, close to a decade now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Like back when we stole it from somebody else, who <laughs> we used to do it together. You know, him and I were yeah. the last, uh, last remaining survivors of this like, uh, this trial and error kind of <laughs> kind of thing that went on. But uh, we kind of stuck. And um, honestly, uh, you've been a great friend the whole time, and I'm I'm, I'm really. I'm really thankful to keep going this uh, going this route with you. But uh, Merry Christmas to you, brother. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I appreciate pulling at your heartstrings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> dude, honestly, it has been an absolute pleasure. There's no one I'd rather do a show with. For sure. I Thank say you. this with my with my oldest lifelong friends in the room. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. no Who? I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I, don't even know. <laughs> I, I appreciate you too, brother. But yo, my man. All right, all right. my brother. It's good to see you. Thank you. No idea. Absolutely. All right, and not to be neglected. I do look across the table at you, my man. Um, one of my oldest friends and one of my brothers in geekdom. And I thought you of all people could appreciate <laughs> a Black Panther pop figure. Oh, yes. look at that. Thank you. Thank Wait, you yeah. very, very much. Told up to the camera. I can get closer. Just to represent, because I know uh, one of the things you're feeling. And also, you're one of these extra pro black dudes that, you know, appreciate your culture and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So Thank you very, very much. I and really also, appreciate it. Um, Stormtrooper, I hope, I hope it fits. Black Panther. Also, uh, we had a thing a while back in appreciation of our black culture. And we uh, went out of our way to find, you know, representations of such, including like Negro League jerseys, which we rocked for a while. <laughs> and in the spirit of that, again, I said, I hope it fits. This is the largest side I could find. I, I, went, I went and found oh. a, 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 a proper replica uh, Negro League's ball cap as well. Wow. That's it, man. That's wow. it. That was... Thank you very, very much, P. It means, it means a lot to me. I mean, I definitely appreciate you inviting me on the show. I remember when I came through, back when you would add a move back over at Unregular Radio, and <laughs> yeah. that was a train wreck. But I loved, <laughs> oh, and the whole the, thing was the... shady from the get-go, but I absolutely loved it. But yeah, you we, had to do the show. Yes. and I, You had to do the show. I had to. And it was a oh. blessing for y'all to call me up yeah. and be like, hey, man, you have something to offer here, and you were dead serious with it, and I greatly appreciate it, man. This is such a great outlet for me to the point I brag about this at work. I got a couple of people who probably tuning in now who are like, yeah, how can I catch it? Um, and they're like, well, I'll just catch the podcast, man. Come on, let's do it live. But it's all good, though. <laughs> Either way, I, I, I'm just happy. I brag about this show, and I absolutely love it. Good. Thank you, gentlemen. I really appreciate yeah, being a part you, of this. Thank this you great. for wanting to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? You do a lot of good work here, and I don't know if I say that enough, but I want to make sure you know that yo, your efforts are appreciated, man. Thank you, especially Thank you, coming through in a clutch. So many weeks in a row. So many <laughs> weeks in a row. This man has a wife and children. And he's ah. like, you know what? I got to go talk um, about geek mm-hmm. stuff. I'm sorry. I'll get groceries tomorrow. And if I remember, uh, you're also doing a PhD. Yes, so. I am. And he is. This is one of the best guys I know. Yep. That's that's why he has yes, a big head. I don't drop it on the <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that's that. True. <laughs> right, that's that man true. right there is another one of the most hardworking men here at WEMF and with the Geek Down, um, who's been pulling... Not even double duty, man. You've come through every show now, yep, and yep. become the uh, the proper video manager um, of uh, the Geek Down, making sure we're on Twitch every week, making sure you know that goes out live and properly represented. Yeah, very unsung role of mm-hmm. making sure we sound and look good. Obviously, uh, Herb's here doing that as well, but it's just like you know, making sure we're we're pulled up. And uh, yeah, you don't get enough credit, Johnny, but. I Thank feel you so much, my friend. It's only because I feel safer with the computer around. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly it, I think, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, one thing we've also discovered this year is we've gotten to know two sides of Johnny. When outside of <clears throat> outside of this environment, I have this dude as just the consummate, like, you know, spike in leather wearing, uh, you know, uh, uh, what would you call yourself exactly? It's not, it's not exactly punk. Oh, uh, it, well, all right, so maybe punk, but I, I don't like to go by labels, but... Yeah, punk. Punk. Okay, I like okay, punk. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing more yeah. punk than 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 saying, "Please, you want to label me as punk?" <laughs> uh, there's nothing more punk than wanting to be not mm-hmm. punk. But either way, we've also gotten to know two sides. Like I said, you came in one day dressed in like the most professional button-down. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, wait, you know, wait, like hold shirt. on, hold on. That's not one day. That's wait, also wait, That's... this day. This day, uh, yeah, seriously, dude. Look at that. Like, it's, it's, it's full on business casual, which is like night and day for this man. I remember the first time I see the word, I was like, hold on, what do you got on, bro? Well, anyways, just to rub it in, spike the ball. Uh-oh. I went to one of my personal shirt uh, shirt uh, outlets and uh, look at this. My personal shirt and got you one that I hope will at least be along. Uh, I am wearing this to work. Along your style, I hope. Where do you work? That's it. 
Oh, I, I work for like a virtualization company. I'm a software developer. Okay. He's making the, all the, the anima awesome. robots uh, over for MIT, right, probably, so, that are going to uh, replace yeah. humans soon. So you're going to be the cause of Terminator. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Awesome. It's virtualization. It's not AI. <laughs> okay. Not yet. No. Don't blame me. Blame the systems that run the AI that Shut kills you. Shut up, Johnny. We heard enough. You are, you are the white Miles Dyson. You know it. All right. And not to be uh, outdone and not to for, uh, uh, go too deep into that realm. Uh, I, I want to make sure you and your preferred, preferred series are properly represented. Oh, yeah. I know you dig on Metroid. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. We have we have a Metroid t-shirt over here. I'm, yeah. I'm opening this up right yeah, now. Yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> you got to. And basically, I just wanted to let you all know that, you know, you're just, I appreciate y'all being a part of the Geek Down. And I appreciate getting to do the show. I, not, not getting to do the show with this man every week. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we appreciate our friends. Yeah, thank you. Everyone thank you. who comes this along. This is a very yeah. sweet moment. I'm really this is actually, you know, I wasn't That's expecting this, but yeah, yeah no, no. Wow. Pre P, I really do appreciate you, my friend. I really, uh, thank you, you going out of the way. Obviously, you know, you you put together a great show every week, and you mm -hmm. don't get any credit for it. You Absolutely. know what I mean? But uh, you, you're the reason this thing keeps going. So, um, thank you, brother. Well, Misty. Hey, man. I mean, I mean, you're a fearless all right. leader, man. You, That's all I got to do, say tonight, but... Uh, you do, you're a fearless leader, man. You put all the work in in terms of getting the news stories and the whole nine yards, man. You map out the shows. I mean, yep. you're, you're an unsung hero, man. Thank you for That's all the work it. you put in. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that Pat takes care of, and he gets wheels in motion, sets up things ahead of time. People call in. It's because of Pat. Like, uh, as I said, like... Pat does a lot of stuff uh, behind the scenes as well as being uh, one of the main voices here for the show itself. And he Person does a great job. Both, it helped Pat, man! Both live and not live. Damn it, alright. We gotta give him a round of applause. I'm, I'm incredible. Thank you. Also, he gets us boozed up so that we can praise him so much. <laughs> alright, the booze was all Adam tonight. When I, oh, it was Adam. This gentleman, yeah, no, nah, I can't oh, take credit right. for that. This was our uh, send-off. We won't be doing a Geek Down next week. Uh, so this is the last show of 2016. We Ooh. will join you all again first week of 2017. Um, and good God, man. I want to remind you all, you will listen to the Geek Down here. Well, first of all, DJ Herbie Herb, we'll be looking all sad in the booth. We didn't forget yeah. you, man. Let's get this man keeps there. sounding amazing. Right, I'm, I'm pulling them up on camera. Sexy and delicious every week. Ooh. We thank you and appreciate your efforts, sir. Oh, there go Herbie Absolutely. Herb. Mm -hmm. Look at the camera swerve. The Herb That's Master. The guy right there. That's those sexy tones you hear every week from off screen. Come on, show your face. Right, look yeah. up, look up. Yeah. A little shy in the background. It's all Ooh. good. It's all good. <laughs> all right. and, and of course, we have our uh, our uh, unsung heroes that don't really get much mention, don't really get much time. And I look across the room to one in the background there. Give her a quick wave. Jenna Scandone, our marketing uh, expert in house. And of course, there's also you lovely people who watch us every week. Keep us, I don't know, badass and respectful. Yes, you yes. Know, despite despite our horrible reputation <laughs> in the streets. All right, and of course, ah, damn, I, I'm trying to go out. I'm, I'm I'm trying not to tear up here. First of all, because y'all, man, mm. um, okay. truth, man. Let's go ahead, man. All all I can say is it's been the geek down here on WEMF uh, for another year. Not the best year, unfortunately. We lost a lot of awesome people, but we also had a lot of awesome times. Mm -hmm. Cranked some tunes, did some stuff. It was a rocking good time, and hopefully we'll continue it on a 2017 and in the future. All right. Want to thank you all for watching, listening, patronizing, all that good stuff. And mind you, you can check us out every Monday night, except for next week, but every other Monday night right here on WEMFradio.com. And also hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, mm -hmm. on YouTube, iTunes. If you Google mm -hmm. the Geek Down, you can find us. We pop up right there. SoundCloud, good stuff, good places, all that. Twitch? And we'll... And on Twitch, of course. You were hopefully watching us on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown tonight. If you weren't, you can actually see these pretty faces that you're hearing to go along with those horrible, horrible voices. Um, <laughs> we will catch you all in 2017. Until then, I want to remind you all, be excellent to each Peace. other. Peace. Peace.